Everybody wants to shortcut it, but the most important ingredient in marketing and in growing your business is getting that feedback and the time that it takes to get it and process it. The more times you can go out to the market with a new revised tweaked offer and get that feedback back, the faster you will proceed. That is the shortcut. Hey friends, it's Steve. Want to know how a $5 book lands a $5,000 client? I've recorded a 15 minute video showing you our magnetic author method. It's up now at magneticauthor.co slash video. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and today we've got a special episode for you. Um, I wanna cover a couple of things. First, I wanna give you a little bit of an update on uh, this whole journey that I've been on called The Less I Do, The More I Make. If you, uh, if you haven't been tuning in to those episodes. I think we're five or six in at this point. And on our YouTube channel, you can uh, find a, uh, a playlist there that, that has all of the videos. Uh, they're also on the podcast. So if you're listening, you can look for those. They've got that in the title. And really throughout this journey, I'm, I'm kind of documenting how I'm moving from being overworked and working way more hours than I want to, to really transforming the business so that so that it operates without me to the greatest extent possible. And so we're not all the way there yet. We're on the journey and we've had some setbacks along the way. I've talked about those. So if you're trying to do something similar, it might be helpful to you. You can kind of hear what we've gone through and some of the thinking that I've put into it. So uh, you can go check those out. But just a little bit of an update. Last Friday, I was off. That's one of my goals is to get down to a a three-day weekend every weekend. Play golf on Fridays, and I played golf this last Friday. It was off all day. It was amazing. My wife uh, ended up taking the afternoon off, came home. We spent the afternoon kind of in the pool just talking, working on our relationship. It was awesome. Uh, but I got to play golf in the morning, and so I went play golf, spent, I don't know, three hours. I went out early, so it didn't take four hours to get around. But while I was out on the golf course, things were happening in the business, and um, I get back to the clubhouse and pull out my phone because I never check my phone on the golf course. Uh, if you ever play golf with me, that is an immediate, like, you will never play again. If, you, if you're checking your phone and your email on the course, uh, that's a major party foul. So I got back to the clubhouse, checked, and we'd had a couple sales calls booked while I was on the course. And uh, it was just a nice feeling to know that the systems were working, that business development is happening even when I'm not in the office. And, um, and that was really kind of the first key system that we needed to get transformed. So just a little update there. Um, I'm, I'm calling that a big win and certainly excited about it. I want to talk a little bit about uh, something that I have, have seen that it's really causing people, I think, to, to really put themselves into a cycle of failure. And uh, this really kind of hit me um, here recently. So my wife and I started going to the gym, working with a personal trainer, an ungodly hour in the morning, um, several times a week. And we started this uh, now almost three years ago. And over the course of the three years, we have not missed an appointment, not once. Um, certainly during COVID and the lockdown, we couldn't go. Uh, we kept you know, working out on schedule because uh, our, our trainer was really great and sent us uh, some workouts. And as a result, uh, here I am a month or so before, actually less than that, about three weeks before my 50th birthday. And I'm in better shape going into this than I was when I was 20. So I've set the clock back 30 years. So what, what in the world does all of this have to do with marketing? Well, I couldn't have done that 
if I'd gone to the gym for three weeks, a month, even six months, and then said, no, this isn't working the way that I want. I'm going to go try something else, or I'm going to just stop altogether for a while. I would never have gotten the results. And I know that I never would have gotten the results because I've done that in the past with my fitness. Same thing works with marketing. When I look at business owners who come to me and they want help with their marketing and I ask them, okay, well, what have you been doing? The ones who are least successful and most frustrated are the ones who have been stopping and starting. And so they'll try something because they saw somewhere that they thought it worked. You know, somebody said, oh, you know, the latest, greatest thing is going to get you there. And they went and tried it and they didn't stick with it long enough to really figure it out. And then they quit. And they might quit for a lot of reasons. Maybe they run out of resources. Maybe they run out of time. Maybe they just get frustrated. Maybe they think, well, now that I've tried it, this really isn't for me. You know, but most of the time they're chasing something. And the only way to really get your business growing the way that you want is to get your marketing, which is really to make it really simple. It's just how you're taking whatever it is that you offer that's of value and communicating that out to the people who need it. You know, so let's let's remove all the complication of funnels and social media and all of this other stuff. And it really is just how you describe what you do in a way that people can understand how it would benefit them and so that they can buy it. Now, lots of ways to get that message out. And that's where a lot of the confusion comes in. That's where people think, oh, well, I, I want to get there faster. And let me cheat the system. You know, let me find the shortcut. And hey, I, I love shortcuts myself. What I found, though, is that the tactics really aren't a shortcut until you've got kind of the strategy in place. So I want to talk a little bit about where I think you should focus. I want to talk about about the what I think the three marketing assets are that you need until you've got these in place. I don't think you should waste any time on really going out and trying all these different tactics because the tactics, you know, they fade away. I was talking with somebody yesterday who's, who, who ran ads for a little while. Nothing wrong with advertising. Advertising is fantastic. Get you in front of people that, uh, that you don't know, you know, and you pay for the, the privilege of, of doing that. But uh, she'd run ads for a little while. And we got talking about that. And, and the problem with a tactic like that is that when you stop paying for that, when you stop executing it, the results go away. So I first want to invest in marketing assets that I can use within lots of different tactics. And so, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I think there are three, three assets that you need. But before you can even create those you've got to come up with two things. The first is a really great offer. So if you don't have a great offer, if you don't have something people really want, and I don't mean something that you're in love with that you think they should want, because I hear that from a lot of business owners. You know, I talk to, I don't know, 10 to 15 business owners a week who are interested in getting our help. And the vast majority of them, I won't say everyone, but the vast majority of them are people who have fallen in love with an idea. And that's a great way to get started, but you've got to go test that idea. And the way that you get to a great offer is you put it out in the marketplace, you get feedback, people tell you, yeah, this landed for me and this didn't, and you refine and you hone. And that takes time. 
Everybody wants to shortcut it, but the most important ingredient in marketing and in growing your business is getting that feedback and the time that it takes to get it and process it. The more times you can go out to the market with a new revised tweaked offer and get that feedback back, the faster you will proceed. That is the shortcut. It's how many times can I crank that crank and get around the wheel where I've come up with uh, an offer, a way that I'm going to communicate my value to the world, get it out there and get feedback. And the more times you can crank that crank and get around the, the, the dial there, the faster you will actually make progress. Um, it has much less to do with the tactics that you use. So the first thing is get a great offer. Spend your time on honing the offer and getting that offer dialed in and as unique as you can make it. And this is where a lot of people, I think, have trouble. And I think that's one of the things that uh, you know I particularly enjoy doing is we're working with a new client. We dive into all of that. We help them kind of refine that. Because, you know, a lot of people look at, well, okay, I'm an accountant or I'm a consultant and there's a million people just like me that do what I do. And so there isn't anything really different. So how do I come up with a great offer? How do I come up with a unique offer with something new? There's always a way to do it. Always a way to do it. Um, it usually lies within the process that you use to help people and within your unique approach. And so I don't want to go into all the details of how you come up with it. That's not really the purpose for today, but you need to be working on that offer. So the second thing that you need then around that offer, you need compelling ideas that sort of, you know, orbit around that offer and help you communicate the different parts of that offer and why it's important. Okay. So you want to be working on those ideas. You want to be working on what's the intellectual property that you have, that you've developed that represents how you help people and helps you communicate it. And so these are sort of offshoots of your great offer. If the offer is at the core, the ideas kind of move around it. And once you've got that, now you can create your three marketing assets. Okay. And the three key assets that I think every business should have. And before you go off and do a lot of other crazy things, get these in place. You want to have a book. You want to have a way to authoritatively communicate those compelling ideas and deliver that offer. And the reason that I've been talking about books for so long, I've been talking about them as the key marketing asset since before I wrote my first book. And I talked extensively in that first book all the way back in 2014 about how having a book is sort of the most effective way to package your ideas and your offer because we all accept them as authoritative. It positions you in a way that you're on a different plane once you become an author. It's also conveniently packaged, and, and we shouldn't overlook that fact. It's easy to take a book and to share it with somebody, to distribute it, you know, whether you're having that distributed through a partner, like a referral partner, like I talk about in Unstoppable Referrals and in Podcast Prospecting, or if you're distributing it, you know, just through, you know, your other means of marketing. Maybe you're doing it through advertising or direct mail or some other way, but it allows you to take those ideas and instead of, you know, containing them and constraining them to the most expensive package you could come up with, which is you. In other words, you've got to show up to deliver the ideas every time. Now you've got them in a convenient carrying case, right? In this book. So 
The first place is a book. And the reason that I think that's first is when you go through the process of creating a book, whether you write it yourself or whether you work with a company like ours to help you do that, it forces you to really clarify those ideas, to flesh them all out. And now it's going to give you the basis for a lot of other marketing. Okay. The other reason I really like a book is it has a lot of longevity. So I mentioned my first book, Unstoppable Referrals, 2014. I'm recording this in 2021. Seven years later, I still get new opportunities that come to me, new leads that come to me from that book. The investment of time and energy and, and money that I put into creating that book has had a very long lifespan and a very long return on that investment. So unlike ads that I might buy today that if I don't buy more tomorrow are gone, this is an investment that just keeps paying and paying and paying over time. So to me, that's the place to start. It's got the most longevity. It actually sets you up for everything else that you're going to need to do. It forces you to do the thinking that you need to do to create all of the other marketing. So that's the first one. The second one is related to that. And it's really just taking those same ideas and packaging them up in a different form. And so that second one is a really great presentation. And it doesn't have to be a long presentation, but you want to have it really cover the key ideas, you know, and, and then you can deliver that presentation in a lot of different ways. So you might deliver it live in person in a speech, you know, whether that speech is to a, you know, a conference as we're getting back to conferences, whether that speech is delivered to a, you know, a local community group, if that's your market, whether that's a seminar that you deliver in your office, whether that's a webinar that you deliver virtually, but you want to have that presentation, you know, so you can deliver it live in all of those different ways. You can deliver it recorded and on demand. You can deliver it in the form of a video. You know, we've got a really great 15 minute video that is just doing tons of legwork for us right now. You know, after somebody comes into our world, maybe they've discovered one of our books. The next step is then to go, you know, that we're trying to get them to do is to go and watch this video, you know, and it's a simple 15 minute video. It's not an hour and a half long. It's not a big, long presentation, but it, it conveys that offer that we've come up with. So you want to have this presentation because when you've got the presentation in place, now you've got a way to get people to commit some time and attention to you in a different medium. So those that might not read the book may go watch the video. You've kind of got those two bases covered. Same ideas communicated in both places, but now you've got these two assets that are working for you. Now, the third asset that I think is really critical is a podcast. And the value of having that podcast is it gives you this this media platform. So over time, you have an excuse to show up and to communicate with everybody that's raised a hand and said, hey, I'm interested in this topic that you wrote a book about. I'm interested in this topic that you created this presentation on. But, you know, they might not be ready yet. That's okay. So the podcast gives you a way to show up and talk. You don't have to be a great writer. You just show up and talk. And if you're concerned about what do you talk about? Well, there's two easy ways to figure that out. The first is, hey, you've written a book. So you've got all this content that you can talk about and talk about it in different ways from different angles. I mean, I still talk about ideas that I wrote about in Unstoppable Referrals. And there's always a new way to put a new perspective on it. So you never run out of content because you've written that book. Um, but the other great way to come up with new and interesting content is to go and interview people 
And I talk about this a lot in my book, Podcast Prospecting. Um, you can find that on our website. You can actually find all my books on, on uh, our website. And I talk about how we use that to build relationships. So it takes care of all of my networking. So I'm not running around town again, you know, trying to do networking. I just had somebody uh, give me a, you know, come to me with an opportunity to be a part of a new business, but it was going to require that I get out in the community again, because it was really a local business and, and do a lot of networking. And I just don't want to drive all over town doing that anymore. I did it for a long, long time. And uh, again, it doesn't fit with this journey that I'm on, you know, the, that, that I'm documenting, the less I do, the more I make. So the podcast takes care of that. I can network with anybody in the world by inviting them to this media platform that I've created um, because it gives them an opportunity to share their message, to share their ideas, which entrepreneurs always want to do, right? So those are the three assets that you want to have. When you've got those three assets, now you've got tremendous flexibility. So if you want to focus on building a referral-only practice, you can use our unstoppable referrals method. I wrote about way back in 2014, which still works to, the, to this day. And you can use the book as the thing that you know people go and share rather than trying to have them you know bring that pre-sold prospect to you as a, as a traditional referral. You can get it done that way. You can take that same book and use it in direct mail. We've got clients that do really, really well with that. You can take that same book, advertise it in a trade publication, in print, very effectively have done that with, uh, with one of our bigger clients, you know, where they've used that as a lead generation piece with full page ads in industry magazines. You can use it with online ads. We do that now. You know, that's one of the reasons I've got people coming in to our world is combination of, you know, executing the processes that I've talked about in podcast prospecting and in unstoppable referrals and also running, you know, we're running ads as well. So we use all these different ways to bring people into our world, but we didn't do that all overnight. We started by creating the assets and then we started adding and layering on one tactic at a time as we decided that we wanted and needed more inbound leads. We couldn't have done that without these assets in place though. You know, so if I didn't have the book, I wouldn't have this easy tool to get in front of people and get people to raise a hand. People love to raise a hand for a book because uh, people are always looking for new ideas. And so it's easy to get them to say yes to that. When they do, you know, they've got an interest in what the book is about. They've got an interest in what you do. Presentation is a great next step for them. When they're, they're in your world, you can bring them to that presentation. No matter how you deliver it, you can bring them to that presentation. And it's a great way to move them from you know, just being a, a, that early stage lead into actually making a commitment to come and meet with you, which is the way we use our video. So people watch that video, they have an opportunity to book an appointment, to have a conversation with me. The video is structured specifically to get them to do that. And then the third piece of the puzzle is the podcast, which you're listening to now or you're watching on YouTube. And this is the, the vehicle that we use to stay in touch over the long haul, because we know not everybody's going to be ready to buy today. So we want to skim that cream off the top. We want to get the people who are ready to buy today. And we also want to stay in touch effortlessly, as effortlessly as we can with the people who are not ready yet, but they're going to be ready in the future. So those are the three assets that you need. Now, the only way that you fail when you've built these three assets out, the only way that you fail is to stop. 
when you've got these three assets, when you're smart about how to approach building each of them, and I've written extensively about how to do that. I've talked extensively uh, on the podcast about how to do that. You know, if you're thinking about doing a book, check out our recent episode. I talked about the best type of book to write. And I talked about the three types of books that you can create, which one to avoid. So you can go check that out. Um, You can check out our presentation where I talk about our process, which will give you some insights, whether you want to do it yourself or you want to, you know, work with us through one of our programs. And we've got programs at, you know, various levels for people at different stages of business. Um, But that'll at least give you some insight into what a process looks like for uh, creating a book. And you can check that out at magneticauthor.co slash video. And, um, you know, however you approach it, you want to, you want to begin, start putting these assets in place, understand that it's not going to happen overnight. But as you begin to build out your book, your presentation, and your podcast, you now have everything you need to generate all the clients you'll ever need to stay in touch with and top of mind with everyone, every lead you ever generate forever. And do it in a way that's very, very easy. Most of this can be done in a lot less time than you think. That's one of the things that we work a lot on is really simplifying the process and and creating systems that make it easy to do things like write a book. You know, we've we've compressed that time down into, you know, really a 60-day process start to finish, you know, to create a podcast. My recommendation is you get a team, whether you get our team or you build a team of your own, you get a team so that all you're doing is exactly what I'm doing right now. I just show up and talk and record. And I've got a team that's going to take care of all of the rest. And they're phenomenal, you know, but they're doing what they're great at. And that frees me up to do what I'm great at. You know, all the way through, you want to you want to look for those shortcuts to building the assets. And then once you've got those in place, Now, plug in whatever tactic you want. Change those tactics over time. Search for the tactic that's going to find your audience and get you in front of your audience the easiest, but you're going to do it more effectively if you've got these pieces in place first. So anyway, I hope that was helpful. If you'd like help with any of uh, getting any of this done, shoot me an email. Uh, Just email me at steve at unstoppableceo.net. And uh, if you're at a point where you're ready to start with your book, go check out our presentation, magneticauthor.co. That's magneticauthor.co. And uh, then put a a forward slash video behind it. So unstoppable, uh, excuse me, uh, magneticauthor.co slash video. And uh, the video's there, uh, 15 minutes, and it'll walk you through everything. Thanks. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast others discover this show. Leave a review and rating on iTunes at unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes.